You've reached Hall in Mockery. Starring the guy from Wonka. Oh. The lady from Spider-Man. Oh. The guy from Star Wars. Give me a name. Give me a name. Bosker. Oh. And music by Hans Zimmer playing the low note on his piano. Oh. And the worms. Have you seen? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry, lads, hey. lads, it's great to hear have you here, lads. Thank and you for coming, lads. We tip our hat to you, lads. We, oh. know, we know how hard it is oh. out there. The popcorn bucket, the <laughs> custom popcorn bucket for the Dune movie. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, that's what, that's, I can use that for two things. <laughs> I hope no one else is thinking what I'm thinking. I think I've seen this on another site, okay? LittleAdamandEve.com has been showing me this dune bucket, too. And people, then I look at the Slimer bucket, of course. Yes. There's the new Ghostbusters buckets. They're making Ghostbusters again. Make Ghostbusters great again. They're bringing it back to New York City. They took him to the desert, called them dust bunnies. Guess what? Guess what? (laughs) They're back in the great city with Zedmore. Zedmore's got money. Get paid, Zedmore. Turn the city to ice. Zedmore stole my money. They're doing it. Zedmore took all my money, and he turned <laughs> the city to ice. They're doing it. You're commi- you say I'm committing fraud? Zedmore took all my money. <laughs> Court. And he turned the whole city to ice. <laughs> the last thing you see is your eyes freezing over. Global warming, they say. Global warming. Slimer's back. Look outside. <laughs> Giant ghost that is ice. Thank you, Donald Jr., for coming to talk. Giant ghost is ice. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you tuning that guitar? (laughs) Giant ghost is ice. (laughs) Giant ghost (laughs) is ice. You have the Slimer bucket. Slimer bucket. And I'm seeing, like, I'm like, okay, but can it do what the Dune bucket do? (laughs) Because for what you're charging me, I mean, you go to the movie what eight nine hundred dollars now? Yeah. First, you have to get the custom bucket that is made to look like a character from the movie. Yeah. Probably a plastic. Probably a plastic. I don't want to be eating popcorn out of. If I'm being completely honest about yeah. what I'm worried about, just the cheapest. Yeah. They probably didn't wash it before they sent it to you. Uh, no. You have to stick your hand up, Slimer's a. Right? To pull the popcorn out. I think that's how it works. You're sticking your hand in the dune thing. It's just, I don't know what's going on in there. Or you get the aluminum bucket. Okay. Again, what is that? 30 bucks. That's for the bucket. Then you have to fill it with popcorn. Then you have to get the, mm, you have to get the Ghostbusters or the dune cup, right? The cup, of course. The dune cup, probably, what would that be? The dune cup is probably... 
the dune cup you could have you should have done a worm yeah because you could put the straw in there yeah so what is it though because dune is just sand or spice that's the thing it's like is this even that there's not they don't do that for like star wars anymore or anything Mm. i i fear that it's becoming every just to sell ticket it's any movie that comes out gets a special bucket gets a special bucket bucket The Dune Cup would probably be the leftover Wonka cups. Yeah, but but they I turned th- sepia. Jeez, oh, this guy Dilla Villanueva he only mm. freaking knows how to use three colors. Yeah, guy mm. makes a movie all in gray, gray or orange, mm-hmm. gray <sighs> or orange. Well, well, well. Call me when Steven Spielberg makes Dune. We finally, get some colors. I I want to make Dune. Hey, I want to make Dune. Well, you got to wait a couple more years because we've got Jablowski's Dune. And then we've got the failed Lynchian Dune. Mm. Oh, God. Don't even make me talk about it. It's 54 degrees out, whatever that guy's up to. <laughs> then you've got Denis, and he's like, we want it to be gray. And everyone goes, Oh, and they go, oh. But before that, he did Blade Runner, and which he also said, And then before that, he did Arrival. And it was like, Yeah. And then before that was, what was before that? Prisoners. Prisoners. So that was like, Then I think before that, what did he do? I think that was his first movie. Yeah. And make sure to call in and let us know if you disagree. Mm-hmm. It, we're right, but you can. We're right. And I will say this because I know some people are calling in. He is one of my top three directors of all time. Yeah. So anything you can say to say, well, you can't why, stop making fun of him. I like him. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't stop. I, I'm like, you're. Before you even call in, I've won. Okay? I am Wonka giving you the everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. I've given it to you. You think you're winning by giving it back to me. And you are, mind you, because I'm going to put you in an elevator that goes to space or whatever. Yeah. But I also win because I'm Daddy Chocolate. Okay? Augustus Gloop, go into go water. (laughs) (laughs) Mike TV, get tiny whiny. The lady... Turn to a blueberry, right? They gotta make Mike it. TV. He's a good friend. I love Mike TV. Veronica Belbucci. She turned into a big grape. <laughs> so yeah, that's God, good. What else is going on? Yeah, so Dune is coming out. You're excited about that? I haven't seen Dune Part One. Nope, same. So her <laughs> <laughs> favorite director, arguably, it's his, just too his, long. His man. biggest success. Some uh, of these movies are just too long. The problem is, I don't love timothy yeah i don't want to necessarily see him in my movie him and i and i'll say this too zandaya i just see them in parts right yeah nothing i it's the same with kind of leonardo dicaprio on anything Mm. i just kind of see him yeah, you can put as many fake teeth in his mouth as you want. Right. Try. Yeah, Go ahead. It's like, uh, here, do this weird thing. Killers of Flower Moon. They're like, give him a... It's not chipped, 
but it's kind of si- maybe it's sideways. Mm-hmm. That's him the whole time. Like Martin Scorsese's like, did you put his teeth in today? And they're like, yeah, we did. And he's like, the one, it's not very. And they're like, yeah, we we made him. We've been filming for day like months. He's like, it's not chipped, but maybe it's crooked. And they're <laughs> like, like, you'll see when you get when you get the footage back, you'll see what it looks like. Yeah, because he is so far away filming this stuff. Yeah, he's, look, he's like, ah, action! Are they going? Are they doing the thing? Is it? Is it? I think maybe it's the eyebrows. If I was a caricature artist, I would be in heaven if Martin Scorsese <laughs> sat down at my booth. If he said, he could say whatever. He says, I love skateboarding. Great. I'm yep. going to put him on a skateboard with tiny legs, mm-hmm. but the eyebrows. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're going to be huge. And, but you're still making buff. Yeah. That's the funny part. Mm-hmm. Tiny legs on the skateboard, huge arms, huge abs. Arms. And honestly, a lot of times it looks like the nose has muscles. They'll draw the nose as if it's That's like funny. muscular too. That's so funny. It's just it's just whatever a character artist is taking you and it's characterizing you. They look at you, they say, You have gigantic blank. <laughs> and what are you most insecure about? Self conscious about. <laughs> but it's good you can laugh at yourself. You're a little chubby, you're the fattest person on earth. <laughs> you are humongusoid you yep. got a you got some sort of mole that maybe you got made fun of as a kid well guess what it's bigger than your head in this picture it's like it's gap gonna have your its teeth. own face it's like gap in your teeth <laughs> you, you basically you got a 710 split <laughs> you have two, two teeth, teeth. <laughs> in your whole head you are max the son of goofy <laughs> maxie i'm going to college <laughs> Hey, we ought to... Uh, oh, that's right. We have two new drinks. I'm excited about this because a lot of times we've been doing the same thing every week. Yeah. We've had the same sort of drinks, and it's it's a little fun thing we do. Yeah. No more. Yeah. This week, we've got this company that sort of is playing on <laughs> the the idea of like what is it to be a consumer or to... Yeah. They're doing it for a good cause. It comes in big cans. It's so a bigger can, recyclable. Yeah. yeah, you can recycle them. But it's that's all nice. about sort of like heavy metal but it's funny because it's water yeah. and they put out the things where people say my son was drinking beer your, my son was drinking your beer and they say it's actually we're actually a water, water company. company so they're doing flavored waters now yeah this is exciting yeah. uh, because it was not be- there's not many flavored water companies mm-hmm. there's not people don't do that very often Mm-mm. out there in the world you can't there are not that many options for that so this is a niche sort of thing yeah in the marketplace i think they're gonna i hopefully they do really well i hope that we can help them and they can help us i hope so because there's only so many flavors too is the thing that's so if like one company does it's like okay so you've got lemon and you know whatever like so okay but they're doing a little something different here yeah that's that's what i'm excited about because this i've never actually Mm -hmm. seen this flavor of anything so mine is actually oh this is funny (laughs) This is actually kind of cute. Mine is unparalievable. Yeah. Yeah. This one is a little up my alley. Oh, yeah. And I've never seen this as a specific flavor before for a drink. Mm-hmm. Convicted melon. <laughs> so we'll crack these open just so you can hear we actually have them. We're not making not, this up. No fibbing. That smells great. Oh, wow. Tastes even better. So check that out, you guys. Um, We're really proud of the work they're doing over there and that we get to be a part of it uh, simply by sipping on their their sweet, sweet nectar that they've sent. Agave nectar in there. Oh. (laughs) Actually, one of our listeners sent me a photo the other day of a can of 
mm-hmm. convicted melon uh-huh. just to kind of say hey you guys are like yeah. hey look what i look what i found out in the in the store mm-hmm. we're kind of building that brand awareness that's why we'd like them to send us one of their fridges. When people think of Liquid Death, Convicted Melon, and Unparalievable, they will think of your you, you you boys. boys, your lads here. I would like to do some sort of. I would like to. I do. would like to do some sort of Unpair Melon, something that's like the sim sim flavored. Oh, what's sim? Simmerillion, J.R.R. Tolkien. Colin Mockery, Sim, not Sim the game where everyone's like, "You're pretty Dorfordorf." Yeah, that's what Landon used it for. <laughs> Landon just used it to talk to people. Landon's on Sim Sims Two, just doing un unparalievable stuff with the Sims. I used stuff it you the wouldn't same even know is in the code. Everyone else did. I type in motherload and I have my my pick of things. Yeah, or just in all caps, big head, and it just makes them all got there. <laughs> but it was rated I think E10. There's E and then you think of E and then T. Yeah. You forget about E10 or whatever. Yeah. They're like, totally. "Hey, it's for everyone, not for everyone." Not for like think. a 9-year-old. Yeah. What do you t- Oh, you want your 2-year-old to play this game? Well, you said he could play Pac-Man. Well, he can. Pac-Man's different. Sims are going Horbin Glorbin. Sims are yeah, they're Sims are they're sins. Mm-hmm. Sims can sin in the game. And they will they will say Ebon to Gorfinorf to each other. So the reason I haven't seen Dune yet is because it came back into theaters and I missed it. Yeah, because I was like, I know they're going to re-release it again, uh-huh. just to get out there. Yeah, and I want to watch it in the best. That's I the thing. Want to watch it in 4K on a big screen That's or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So now I have to buy the disc because I found out my my Mac subscription is not actually 4K. And then you go online and people are like 4K streaming. That's 13 megabytes. Yeah. If you put the disc in, it's 90 gigabytes of detail. You don't even get it. Yes, they're both 4K, but it's like shooting on a cell phone versus an RE35 cinema grade with a 90K XL FXF Khawk lens. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. So I'm trying to find that before Dune 2 comes out, mm. and then I have to sit through that two-hour and 55-minute slog. So <laughs> I'm just working my way. And then there's going to be a third one. Yeah. And you can't have Dune without Dune Messiah. You can't eat your poodle. I mean, God dang. It is funny that uh, people are like Dune heads mm. now. Or they're like, people don't even know. Like, You've never read it. <laughs> like, I own a copy of it. I've never read it. When you find out what Paul Atreides is going to do, yeah. you won't even know what you're... like. You have to see the follow-up to the Atreides kingdom that come by the end of Dune 2. To not see what that led to in Dune Messiah would be blasphemy to Frank Herbert. <laughs> All hail Herbert. All hail Herbert. But not his son. No, he stinks. No, pay you. So, so we'll see Dune. Hey, did you uh, watch any of those Oscar movies that you've been? Oh, I got one in. I go into one tomorrow. Did I say this on the show that bought the passes? You did right? say that, yes. Did I say that then we looked at the times for all the movies and they're extremely inconvenient? Uh-uh. <laughs> because it's like, uh, okay, I got to see poor things. Uh, 2.30 on a Tuesday. Not going to work. One showing a day. Yeah. And then they just pick. And then it's like, well, this day would be great for us. What are they showing? Killers of the Flower Moon. Already saw it. Mm -hmm. Oppenheimer and Barbie. Already saw all three of those. Yeah. Can't see any of those. Nope. 
Okay, this day they're showing one showing of Anatomy of a Fall at 8.50 p.m. Just just bonkers stuff. And also, this is the only theater in Iowa, I believe, that's doing it. That's, where, which one? Sycamore. The one that's in a mall. It's like... Hey. That's because I looked at my local theater because I was like, hey, I got some time. The, the big theater? Yeah. The one that it should be at? Yeah. There's yeah. like, what, 14, 16 cinemas in yeah. there? The seats lean back. Lean back. And But lean every back. time I look, there's always, which I, I'm fine with. It's cool that we have this, but there are like eight Bollywood movies. Yeah. There are, they're showing Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Shrek 2 for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like they're showing kids movies mm-hmm. all day long. The Boy and the Heron is still out. <laughs> 18 showings a day and now and you know obviously they got they have to show the big one like madam web and all this stuff but you're telling me you can't get the oscar movies and kick out like everyone who was going to see mm. migration saw it yeah we don't need migration and three other old kids movies like mm-hmm. over the hedge shouldn't be showing in the theater right now no, and the uh, even the other one down near us, which is, I guess you could maybe say is a bigger theater, just in terms of yeah, more people probably go to the one at the bigger mall, yeah. and I think they redid it. Bah. But it's the one near us, and they're showing all the short, you know, the stuff you never see. I've never, I've never once watched any of the shorts, like when they say, "Hey, you can go see all the live action shorts and the live action or the animation, live action animation." Yeah, that's what chat gpt wants us to watch so i've never watched those but they are showing those as well but went to see oh so then we go there and i've got my i sent the tickets accidentally to my old works email (laughs) so (laughs) you are a mess our old boss got them so i had to sneak into my old email (laughs) which is just filled with junk now and get my two tickets out Ah! they're not working on the marcus theater app they're saying there's an error, so I have to just have the person scan them when we get there. I hand her my phone to scan the two barcodes for uh, Past Lives is the one we've seen now. Went saw Past Lives. She takes my phone. She goes, oh, we're not participating in – wait, hold on. And then she looks at her computer. She goes, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> so, of course – so, apparently, I'm the only person that's doing, doing this. It? Yeah. Or she, does, she has not been working there when anyone else yeah, does. Yeah, that's – but probably a college kid. She's not. She doesn't. She, care. she doesn't know. She doesn't care. Remember that time we went to a movie and the lady at the desk said, hey, "Are you an actor?" Yeah. That you still think about that a lot. Yeah. He still puffs his chest out to this day. Well, because I told her no. Yeah. And she said, "But I've seen you and stuff." And you, you are. We are. Yeah, but at the time I was kind of like, "But I'm not." But you not know, an I, actual actor. Right. Because we're at a movie theater. Yeah. Like, They've seen movies. The movies here, those actors are in yeah. those. We're actors in what I would politely call fake movies, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I know a lot of people in the area like to say they're an actor and like, I'm a, I'm a method actor. But they're fake movies. We're talking about movies that people see in theaters. It just, it caught me so off guard yeah. getting popcorn at a movie theater and someone saying, hey, you're an actor, right? No. Yeah, but... Um, but anyway, shouts out to that girl. Mm-hmm. Thank you for loving the profession and the craft. Little ta- little side note here. I went to a, a record store in... Oh, Cedar, right. in uh, yeah, in, there is. It's tiny. Tiny side note. Zoom in on it. It's actually a tiny violin. 
<laughs> so uh, I went to a, a record store I've never been to before. Whoa, vinyl where? something. It's up here. Oh, the Vinyl Emporium or Analog Vault? It's Vinyl Emporium, the new one, right? Yeah. The little one. Mm. Not little. No, it's actually quite big. Yeah. So stopped in there, and the lady working there said, um, "You." she asked the woman with whom which I live, have you been in here before? She goes, no. She goes, you've been in here before, though, to me. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, no, actually, I haven't. She was like, you haven't? I was like, no, I, as far as I'm aware, I haven't. <laughs> She's like, I could have sworn. Uh, then... My, then the person I'm with is getting suspicious. Yeah. Because I'm like, nope, definitely have not been in here with three tall women. And <laughs> no, you, yeah, the Russian ballet. And then I'm, but then I'm starting to like, I, I was like, you're gaslighting me. Cause she's like, you've been in here before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I said, I don't, maybe I have. <clears throat> then she was like, so you have? And I was like, I don't know. Any, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't been in here before. And she's like, okay, well. Just one of those things. And I was like, I do look like a lot of people. And she goes, so, but do you know those people? No. I'm just trying to, like. I've been in there a couple times. They're very nice. Have you shown them a picture of me? Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out. Maybe (laughs) they saw you and then they watched a video we've done. I mean, I've, I've often thought I see you. Yeah. Just walking around. colors. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've like, seen people it, that look like me online and I'm like, yeah, I wasn't water skiing. Oh, that's not me. That's <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. And it, <laughs> so, so saw you saw past lives, past lives, this, and I knew it was going to be hard to watch. Uh-huh. It's hard. It's just, it's a, it's, it's wonderful. Wow. It's, it's one of those where I'm like, is it doing enough to win? For me, probably. Wow. Because it's like, what What do you think is maybe going to win? Like, I I feel like if Barbie wins above that movie, they're not being, they're not telling themselves the truth. I, as, as good as Barbie was and. Careful. I've seen it multiple times. Happy to careful, do it. Careful, buddy. I'm happy to do it. I've watched <laughs> the special features. What do you like? But. It's at the end of the day, what is it? What is it trying to do? Is it doing it? Is there some contradictions in what it's doing? You know, is mm-hmm. it just trying to be a funny little kids movie that's also get, telling you some truth? Is it trying to be social commentary? But this movie, yes, is just. But is it is it doing all those things? No, I agree. You I know, mean, I haven't seen Past Lives, but I'm sure it's better. Past Lives <laughs> is incredible, and this is I was telling you earlier. You go on to IMDb and someone says five stars, and they just. <laughs> rudimentally do not understand what the film is doing or filmmaking in general. Sure. And they're like, the dialogue is not, this is a a prime example to me of a movie that all of the dialogue, it's everything that they're not saying is what you should be paying attention to. Wow. It's jazz. It's the notes. They're not playing. (laughs) And it's see when I did bam, bam, it's actually the off. it's whatever's between that because you go bow out bow out bow yeah so it's between that it's a it's a nice but this goes back to what we're talking about with like Dilly Vili Nuvu uh-huh. who we said what's his first movie oh this big whatever this is this this is this woman's first film yeah writer I mean, director how does that happen I think he had a couple smaller movies before no, he Prisoners did. This, but this but is yes, an actual yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. 
You go to their IMDb. <laughs> Just and it's, I know I don't want to break the bit, but we he, he, he yeah. Yes. Is this a first first IMDb is just first feature first, film. First write first written credit, first writing credit, first directing credit, that's it. And it's incredible. And you know what? I think I know she's like a writer, but I'm just saying how does that transition to how does someone make like 12 bad or short like movies that were small and then finally they get their big break? And then how does someone just make a movie all shot in New York with beautiful cinematography? They know exactly how to direct. You know, like, I don't understand. I well, just don't understand that. It pissed me off. The whole time I was double it, Arthur fisting it. <laughs> but isn't it also kind of like it's people talking? Yes, it is mainly people talking, and it is based on sort of a situation she found herself in. Right. But obviously a completely fake version of an yeah. idea she had. But I just mean, I, I wonder... The way it's directed, the way that there is so much room that you just breathe with the characters mm. to know that it's okay to do that. Because I feel like sometimes people be like, well, we have to fill this with... Yeah. There has to be something here, right? I think there's a, a freedom when you're, when you're first starting out. You don't out. know what you don't know. You don't know what you're not supposed to not know. And we talk about this a lot on our other not, show, our other serious show. Yes. Called Earbuds. Mm-hmm. That's a good plug. Which Oft- we've been doing for a long time now. Oftentimes, the earlier work feels a little more authentic, a little yes. more raw. Because you don't know yet how to do what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then there becomes a point where your talent and your your craft reach a peak and you become a little boring. And I wonder, and this is just pure speculation. So do not be mad at me. I'm saying this could be best picture and I'd be happy. Just take that in consideration. Okay. This is one of those movies where you go, it's so personal. You know, it's something like everyone loved the big sick. It's like, well, they're taking it Mm. sort of from their own life. And you go, this is how this would feel because this is how it, you know, yeah. what if you don't have another one of those? Because you're like, this is coming from a personal thing that's so personal to the their culture, you know, mm. like being a Korean immigrant to America, dealing with these same things and mm. seeing it, you know, living, being a writer in New York that had the same experience, sort of, what's your next movie going to be? They're going to let you do whatever, Dial of Destiny 2. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That will, will will this person go the Chloe Zhao route? Yeah, where you make the they get a Madam Web too. Yeah, you get Madam Weber. You get a big a Uncle big Ben's origin story, Marvel property, and then uh, everyone hates you. Mm-hmm. Probably, that's the way it's going now. You can't just let someone do what they want to do unless they're Marty Scorsese. But also, isn't that what everyone wants to do? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Like you get in trouble from the 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 hoity-toity commentariat who are like, why would you do something artistic and then do a blockbuster? And Has then anyone they- ever handed you a check that <laughs> they just signed and they said, put a number on there? Yeah. And do whatever you want. And you get to make a movie with the biggest movie stars, have fun, travel the world, and make also, a film. In the same breath, these same people will say, Steven Spielberg is the best director ever. Yeah, it's like disgusting. he's he's doing that. He's been. I mean, he he's he, been done that. He, he's one of the reasons we're here. Us? No, 
the industry. Oh, I was like with the blockbusters. Yeah, I thought. You and then hey, there's a good example. He reached a a perfect little tipping point where he made Ready Player One, mm-hmm. where he said, "I could do this in my sleep." Yeah, and it seems like he did. Yep. And now, I mean, now you have people online being like, "Actually, this is an incredible Spielberg no. movie." And you're like, "No, it's not. No. It's not an incredible movie at all. It's a fine little action, whatever the hell it is. It's fine." There's nothing discernible about it. It you're, sucks. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you're being pretty nice for a movie I saw that was bad. Um, <laughs> but then he then he goes back. He says, actually, I think I think maybe people need that. M. Night Shyamalan said that. Mm-hmm. He knew he learned how to make a movie well enough that he got bored. Basically, he became boring, and then had to relearn how to scare how to do things that he wanted to do, how to do something interesting and different. And you can get in that rut of this. Well, this is how you do it. If I go outside of this, I could screw up or it's worked for me before. Mm. Anyway, great film. If it were to win best picture, I'm sure there would be some people that say it's slow or too boring or whatever, but just watch it. (laughs) This is the first year I think I'm you know, as long as I can remember that I'm going to watch like all of them yeah. since they went up to nine movies, mm-hmm. which is nutso futso. It's a lot. It's a lot. Isn't I'm, it? I'm glad I watched that one first because it's just, it's a lot to take in. It's one of those movies where you drive home and just feel different. And God. you're like, is that good or bad? You know? And the woman with whom you live? She was uh, absolutely just sobbing. And I can't do that. No, you're a man. I'm a man. Strong. There's a specific moment at the end that got me because it's something unexpected. Mm-hmm. No spoilers, but you just go, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sad here." <laughs> and it's like, is it a happy movie? Is it a sad movie? What's going? What is this? And you just go, "That's life." <laughs> and you just get in the car and you're driving home, and you kind of have the window down. You're just like, "That's life." <laughs> and you stop at the top. <laughs> You run into the Italian ice place, and you're like, oh. two tiger's blood. <laughs> <laughs> and then back up out of the shrapnel because you hit it. Yeah. And then drive back. <laughs> or whatever. That's life. So I uh, give that a, probably an 8 out of 10. And it's the best movie of the year? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think best picture equals best movie of the year. Okay, I've never thought that. That's fair. Now, the I think the people are saying Oppie will win. That's the, the yeah, I, that appears to be the favorite because it's been sweeping the other. It's been sweeping I believe the so. saggies, it's been sweeping the rusties. Not that I care about any of it really, but mm. it's fun. It's fun to talk and about. And it's, it's our industry. To, yeah, we're actors. We have to act like that. You ever think about how other actors are probably like, I don't care. Mm. You know, then they have cuz then they have to do the actors round yeah, table, so but they're they like, do. It's no, it's hard, isn't it? Because you're like, yeah, but if you're up for one, you're like, I want to win it. Yeah. Oh, if you're up for it, but I'm just like, oh. and you have to go talk to all these other people. So it's like, oh, crap. I got to yeah. go get in Killers yeah. of the Flower Moon. I got to go get in Oppie. I got to go watch all these so I can talk and be like, oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh. I did see Marigold or like I... I did see that. Oh, yeah. oh it was so beautiful. Such a the way you did that, and isn't it just fun to play? <laughs> isn't it so fun to play? But we're but it's also important, isn't it? 
I got to see Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> yeah, it's not what I thought it was going to be, but I still liked it. I just, if it wins Best Picture, I just don't feel. No, it probably won't. It'll probably be Oppie. How do you feel about that? That's fine. I liked Oppenheimer. I, I, sorry, I liked Oppie. Yeah. Oppie, Past Lives is up there. Those are kind of, but it's, it is one of those where it's like, but it is so simple that you think, but how could that win? Yeah, I don't think it's going to win at all. Yeah, I hope it does. The acting in it's incredible. I'm sure. Great, great performances. You think these people are the people, and that makes you look through the peephole of cinema differently. <sighs> now, having said that, I believe Zone of Interest is next on our list. Mm. That looks like the next time I can get to. And then we have to get to Poor Things and the other one. Yeah. Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah. American fiction or whatever will be somewhere. Get I'll get my fix somewhere on maybe on Route 66. Oh. So <laughs> what about you? What you been watching? Dano. <laughs> hey, uh <laughs> Googie, I've been watching a lot of no, uh well, I haven't watched any award season stuff. No, of course not. You're out of it. Uh because I can't find them anywhere. I've been trying to go because the they movies. sucked them back to the theater. That's what I, I Let's want. Let's all go to the movies. Let's, Let's all see. go to the movies. Okay, here's here's what I've discovered. I have a new favorite director. Oh, okay. Isn't that fun? Yeah. This this long into my life. Mine, of course, is Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> I have not seen Dune. And you'd think Prisoners is his first movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's one of mine too. Just based on prisoners. Yeah. That's all I need from the guy. That's all you need. Well, and past lives reminded me of of uh Arrival. Oh yeah. Arrival's great. That's a that's a great little sleeper. Enemy with oh, you know what also Wheelenhall. It's fun to do is when you're at the theater, they show the the uh Civil War trailer and everyone is scared. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that movie to come out. <laughs> I'm scared. I'll I'm nervous uh-huh. to see that in the theater. It's funny. It still is funny because people, the trailer came out and it's like Texas and California mm-hmm. have teamed up and everyone online says that would never happen. Right. This movie is utter shite. And you're like, but I know that doesn't seem like it would happen, but this is just a trailer. Mm-hmm. Can't we, can't we wait and see what the full movie's about? And maybe it sucks. I don't know, but it looks awesome. That scene with and old Clemens. Yeah. That one scene just gives me goosebumps. I'll be seeing that one for um, squirt. Did they show that during the Sorry, Super certain. Bowl? Uh, I think they might have, yeah. Just seems like a one that's going to get people riled up because everyone's like, they know what they're doing, putting it out <laughs> right now. They're showing the Capitol. They know what they're doing. <laughs> that's our house. <laughs> that's our house. <laughs> um. Well, did I talk on here? I saw that movie Death Trap. Death Trap with Mm, no Michael Caine. Yep, and Christopher Reeve. Yeah, great movie. I said this. This. Wait, how old is this movie? It's from the 80s, 70s. And you like this guy? 1982. This your favorite director? Some old ass. (laughs) I looked at and I said, "This Sidney Lumet. Sidney Lumet, a name I've heard." 
but I don't know if I've ever actually watched a Sidney Lumet movie. Oh, Italian Job. And I don't think, <laughs> I don't think uh, Dog Day Afternoon, uh, The Verdict, Twelve Angry Men. These are some of his big ones. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't think I've ever seen one of his movies. I've heard his name, and I know I've he. You know, it's a he's a respected director. But his name never comes up in the conversation of like network all time greats. Mm -hmm. But then you look at yeah, you look at his movies and Serpico, Dog Day Afternoon, The Network, Twelve Angry Men, uh, 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 The Verdict, uh, 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 lo lots of other ones, lots of other ones. And I said I gotta watch this more of this guy's movies because Death Trap is based on a play and it's about a play kind of, so but it's a murder mystery type thing. And so it's all basically in one room, but the way he blocks it and the actors, isn't that 12 angry men too? Tw 12 angry on a play might be that's all in a courtroom. A right. That's why I think it is. I, it probably is. I think this guy loves the theater, but then he takes it and he puts it on film and it's the most compelling stuff. And it's just guys in a room yelling at each other. So I watched Death Trap. Yeah. Then I watched 12 Angry Men. Yeah. It's awesome. I said, I said, I said, I said, this is great. And then I watched um, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. This is one of his last movies. Actually, it might be his last movie before he passed Crow away. With Philip Seymour Hoffman, who you do. It's another guy where you're just like, you know, people say how great he is. And you're, but you kind of forget until you watch him again. Hoffman, yeah. And then you watch him, you're like, Jesus, he really is great. Yeah, I believe every single thing he does, and that's a crazy movie. You got to watch that before the devil knows you're dead. Oh, that yeah, okay, I know that one. I've not seen it, but uh, Ethan Hawke is in it. Yeah, he's great. Everyone oh, in the movie's great. God about that. 2017 wasted no 2007 no, no. Yeah. wasted time gone man. <laughs> Seventeen years ago they did this. But it's it's a little of its time where it kind of looks like one of those movies where the colors are crazy. Do you forget I don't I don't know Everything's why blown but out. like 2000. The early 2000s seems like yesterday. Mm. And I watched something that was shot during that time, kind mm. of maybe transitioning to digital or something. And like, everything looks terrible. Yeah. But that's that's vibes. And I feel like that's aesthetics. It is. That's I aesthetic. Think. Early 2000s is aesthetic. That's why we're all freaking creaming over here for 25th anniversary Phantom Menace. Oh, it's going to be so cool to see it in theaters again. Mm. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I... I uh, Dog Day Afternoon is a movie that... Do any of your streaming services give you free movies sometimes? Or at some... Like at some point, Voodoo or something, maybe when it was new, it was like, hey, we're giving you a free movie. And they gave me Dog Day Afternoon. Uh -huh. And I haven't watched it yet. I can't find it anywhere. That's a, some of... Well, I got it. So here, here's the other thing. I've looked for all these movies on all my streamers. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Tubi. Tubi has all of the old oh, movies. Oh, baby. And, and, I, and I said to myself, I said, I can't wait. What a wonderful. To someday be part of the Tubi family. They Could, have everything. Yeah. I, watched, I watched all these. If only we had anything on Tubi. I said, I can't wait to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. 
someday. Yeah. That's what I said. If only we had something on Tubi. Yeah. I watched all these Sidney Lumet movies. Uh, then I watched Witness for the Prosecution, a Billy Wilder movie based on Agatha Christie. What do you do all that? What's going on? <laughs> I just watch old movies now. Yeah. But they're great. These are the movies that was great too. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's also all basically in a courtroom. The main character is a like sick, dying, large oh. attorney. And he's just mad at everyone, but he's funny. It's just these th- these things. Movies can be anything, you know? Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's awesome. So anyway, check out Sidney Lumet, <laughs> a director <laughs> who's primarily worked in the this 60s. This is like a couple weeks ago when I was like, you know who's the funny, who's maybe the funniest <laughs> actor of all time? Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. And I was like... Great Dictator is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's what you sound like. <laughs> well, the movie I just watched, I'm 30, came out 100 no. years ago. Well, the, I mean, I, I'm i not even telling you all the old movies I watched. Get on The Dictator. I, not I, The Dictator. No, I would never. And not... This would be a funny movie maybe with if Ron White... No, was it Ron White or... Who's, who's Tater Salad? Oh, yeah, Ron White. Okay, so he should be in a movie called The Dictator. That's good. And it's sort of like he does, it's sort of like a head of state situation. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know, or the one where Robin Williams is like a comedian that becomes president or whatever. It's sort of like that. And he's like, but he accidentally becomes a dictator. He's like, they call me Dictator Salad. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to hear the other old movies I watched? Yeah, you could. I've just watched. I watch a lot of Love Is Blind. That's why I'm not up on my movies right now. A lot of reality, uh, bad trash. I gotta. I just gotta. I gotta put the movies back on. No, that's fine. But I say I haven't watched Dune, and what did I do? I watched. <laughs> I watched some guy tell yeah. some girl he. Dune is too long, but how four episode four hour long episodes of. Literally double the length of like two and a half hours. It's like, oh, they got another episode on. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. It's only midnight. Mm. So that's that's poison. That's disgusting poison. You take the good, you take the bad. And I, that's why you're yeah. an award-winning filmmaker. Yes. My Silver Eddie here knows no bounds. Um. So what else do we got to talk about? We're not going to play it here. I just want to know if everyone's caught up on their Tom McDonald songs. <laughs> uh, just some good good music to listen to. For everyone that thinks they're woke, you actually don't. You have another thing coming. Reading your can. That's like you've gone. What you just did is like someone actually bringing this up <laughs> out with some friends or like you brought someone over to your house and you're like, you guys – have you guys heard this new guy, Tom McDonald? He's actually speaking truth to power in a way that would actually make liberals shake in their pants. But he's not conservative and he's not liberal. And you're just like, do you guys know what's, do you, do you know, I never realized Zevia is this because it's like Stevia. Yeah. Because that's what they use. You're just reading the back of your can. Isn't it crazy something can, ta- can have taste but zero calories? Full taste, zero calories. Just trying to do anything. 
to get the subject away from you don't want to engage you can't engage with these people no because then you're like i'm gonna put it on the do you have do you have like a chromecast do you have a chromecast i'm gonna throw it up on the tv just check this out check it out just really quick you'll like it and then that leads to well this leads oh that that leads to oh my goodness oh my goodness that leads to everyone in your family of course then going on to Tom McDonald's YouTube and just go check out these songs. But they say, I'm a 65-year-old grandma. Tom has something important to say. Um, I started a new political party. America and I want my country back. Tom never disappoints. So your grandpa's on there doing that. Oh, and this is age has absolutely nothing to do with honesty, truth, and standing up for what's right. So we can only assume that Gidget Grimm is... <laughs> 65, 70. Yeah. All of your Meemaws and Peepaws. I'm 63-year-old grandmother, and I think Tom's great. Yeah. Um, whoa. Tom is right on point. I'm 61 years old, and the music <laughs> is unlifting. I'm 62 years old, and no one, I mean no one, could ever convince me to like rap. I'm just now realizing it was due to the content. You're just now realizing that? <laughs> when you thought of, why don't I like rap? And it wasn't because of the content. You might be racist. <laughs> now that a man, a white, now that a white man is spe- is speaking truth to power and storming the capital, a white guy with tattoos all over him, <laughs> dreadlocks, all of the markers of someone I wouldn't like. Here's here's something that's just a little confusing. A big amen from me. Mm. Jesus said they hated him first before they hated you. So think about that. Tom McDonald? I guess. This guy says support the NYC trucker movement. (laughs) If you don't know what I'm talking about, Tom McDonald, of course, did the song with Ben Shapiro. And I just, we're not going to play it. Right? Just because we could do a whole episode on our other show about this. And we will. Yeah. But it's just a fascinating what people will tolerate just because someone has their same views. Yeah. So you don't have to say art is good just because something someone agrees with you. Well, it's because the right lost the culture war, right? The actual culture war of what is pop culture, mm-hmm. because they spent so long telling people that art doesn't matter, and they should only be yeah. business business owners and engineers, and so now, fifty years into their little experiment they've realized no one agrees with them Uh all artists don't agree with them Uh so they have nothing to enjoy so now you have ding dongs like this coming out of the woodwork like who probably don't even agree with any of this stuff no they just see i'm not a good rapper Mm. if i wanted to actually rap well i would never make it but there's a built-in audience, a built-in audience who doesn't have access to good art, right? Because they have boycotted themselves from it because <laughs> they're such babies. <laughs> so I will cater to them specifically. And you lie to your, your way to the top. You say they don't want me to be on the charts because I'm not on a record label. So right, right there, you get someone to be like, "Oh, whoa!" Because they think for some reason that he's an outcast like me. They don't realize that. <laughs> 
15 years ago, record labels became obsolete. <laughs> yeah. You can certainly be on one, but you don't need to be on one to get on Apple Music or Spotify. Right. It's all on TikTok. They don't want me on the charts. Half the people on the charts are what? some TikTok song. Yeah. They weren't on the charts until they were on the internet. Here's one, here's one confusing thing for me in the comments here. Okay. Based on the lyrics, they said, yes, schools teach you to learn, not to think. So true. I don't Wait. think there's that's correct. <laughs> Schools teach you to learn, learn, not to think. I think they mixed up their own talking point. Yeah, because that's the same thing. Schools teach you to learn. That's the not to think. Yeah. That's the same. <laughs> I think what they meant is schools teach you what to think. Yes. Not to learn. Yes, exact 100%. Or Something like that. But either way, it doesn't really... Like, teach... Yes. Schools teach you what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> we're... Hey, we're dumb, too. What well, you said is exactly right. That's yeah. it. It's just funny. They teach you to learn not to think. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. you're so right. Anyway, then it's funny because, as you know, I'm a 64-year-old so-and-so. I'm a 65-year-old mm -hmm. grandma who hates rap. Then you've got people in the comments. I'm 315 years old. <laughs> This man speaks truth like the shamans of the Oseti Sakowin people. May his voice fly on swift wings to the ears of the nations. I'm 420 million years old. This man speaks truth just like the millions of aquatic animals died when I was born. Now, they're not getting their point across because they somehow screwed up their joke. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, just, this is just good. People are having That's a little good. fun on here. Any fans less than a hundred year old like me? I'm 46 and I love him. <laughs> that's may that's not... his youngest fan, a 46 year old. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm two years old and I concur. This just, people are having some fun on here. You have to, because, well, it's stupid. It's also stupid because like this has over two million views. That's nothing. To then go on and be like, we've taken over the charts, and then people are like, they did. What charts? <laughs> These things don't mean anything anymore. No. And then you look, they, like, I'm sure this guy only plays at, like, CPAC or whatever. Like, yeah. he, they, they only play for their, they're not at Lollapalooza. They're not doing sets at any venue that a real rapper. Like, we are fake actors. Mm-hmm. You are fake artists. We've had a few of those uh, right wing guys come and talk at our at the place where I work. Whoa! Uh -oh. But you know they like bring them in, and then there's a big hubbub. They're like, they don't right. want me to talk here. Yeah. The, the The place where I work <laughs> says, "Well, you can. It's a free speech." Right. Like we, obviously, we don't want you inciting anything. And they're like, they make a big deal out of it, and yeah. then it's just the the ding dongs that go see them. They go see them, and they're like, yeah. He said it. Yeah. They don't want him to. You're the only. Per it's an echo chamber. <laughs> yeah, right. They they're just saying they there. don't want you to come see me talk, and they go see him talk, and they're like, "Guys shouldn't be in girls' restrooms." Because <laughs> any day now, a guy could say he's a girl and go into a restroom. You know what else they could do? Just walk into the restroom. Yeah. You know it's not stopping them. If if you think someone's like, well, I guess I got to go put a dress on. It's just it's just awesome that uh, we can have. Our, well, you know what we should do? What? I'll tell you after. Whoa. <laughs> now, I've talked to many people who said uh, 
Ah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say we should do like a Borat thing. Yeah. Where we're both Borat. We go to a place and we're like. With a tiny bikini. Yeah. And we're like, you like, you like, uh, you, uh, you. My husband. Yes. And the guy, and the person is like, goo. <laughs> And you're like, what is wrong with me having a husband? Yeah. And then I show up. I'm like, hello, I'm his husband. Yes. And they're just like, no. That's good. My family's never going to Uzbekistan. <laughs> so that's good. So um, just for for you out there who might be thinking of being a political party, make sure to alienate you and the rest of your friends who think like you completely from not wanting to go to college, yeah. not wanting to be in the discussion of arts and literature, not wanting to, uh, in, in playing the sort of boycott slash victim card of not being allowed to be in Hollywood, mm -hmm. not being allowed in all of these spaces. But it's because you first taught all of your people to not want to be those things. Mm -hmm. So now in 30 years, when none of you are in those spaces, you can say, they're trying to make sure we're not in these spaces. We have to make our own. We're going to make our own news. We're going to make our own movies. Failed screenwriter Ben Shapiro mm -hmm. is going to make a media empire, and then they're going to produce movies that are also bad, but we have to act like we like them. And then you hear this. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Hello, California. You want to team up? <sighs> Civil War. Bye. listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment the shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the pfpn hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com thanks for listening